Hola amigos, que tal? It's Joe here from Spain Speaks with a weekly review video with Johnny. We'll have a look at some of the things that caught Johnny's attention this week. So uh, let's go to the video. All right, Johnny, how are you this week? Yeah, good, Stu. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. The weather's been good here this week. Last week it wasn't so great, but uh, the sun has been shining this week. What about there? Yeah, it's been sunny here as well. Not quite up to um, August temperatures yet, uh, so that's been good for now, but uh, yeah. I don't think we're very far away from the very, very hot temperatures. Well, I think normally July is the hottest month. I think August things start to cool down a little bit, especially at night, but uh, I think a couple of weeks ago it was quite warm though, wasn't it? Last week even? Yeah, I think the, even the week before that, uh, particularly warm. Uh, a couple of couple of hot days this week, but yeah, manageable. All or, right, or, or I'm just getting used to it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably that is the that's the yeah. thing. You're getting you're getting used to the hot weather now. That's right. Now, <laughs> yeah. uh, what's uh, what's caught your attention, John? Yeah, so let's kick off with um, an announcement from Maria Jesus Montero, who is the, um, the spokeswoman of the government and the Hacienda Minister. Yep. Uh, the government's announced the largest public employment offer um, in its history. So that's um, job roles within the, the government administration. I believe they're known as funcionarios, right? These would be funcionario posts. Uh, yeah, civil servants, public servants, yeah. funcionario in Spain. That's right. They do a funcion uh, for the public. Yeah. 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 So this year's offer uh, is of 30,000 jobs. Um, so it's the largest yet. Uh, to give you an idea, last year was 28,000 and the numbers have been growing year on year. Uh, so oh, okay. more and more civil servant posts being being offered. Yeah. 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 So 30,000. I think there's eight or 9,000 internal promotions or something like that. And 23 new people come, 23,000 new uh, jobs being created. But um uh, yeah, the biggest, the biggest ever, I think, as you said, right? Uh, bigger than last yeah. year, and mm -hmm. uh, apparently, from what I've read, around four billion of that uh, European recovery fund money is going towards this. They're calling it a modernisation of the public service, which is one of the reasons why they're they're bringing so many people in. They're trying to get skilled professionals. I think they were they were looking for people with um, certain qualifications, mathematics backgrounds, science backgrounds, the STEM uh, subject backgrounds. I think that's what they're looking to get. Exactly, yeah. They were looking for research posts for engineer um, roles as well. And there was another one. Um, yeah, science. Like you said, they're looking for scientist posts as well. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because it is, uh, it is, um, you know, part of that transformation plan to modernise the public service. It's only at a national level. I don't think it's uh, at the autonomous uh, community level. Uh, we're talking about the central. Because remember, Johnny, that the Spain system has. Um, three main levels of government right you've got the the national level then you've got the autonomous community level then you've got the the uh the town hall municipal level so yeah. it's the, it's the top level yeah exactly um another one of the things they're trying to do with this rollout is to reduce um the temporary employment contracts within the administration yeah i believe it's about 30 percent of um the funcionarios um are employed on temporary contracts and the idea is to yeah, reduce yeah. this number. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's been making the press quite a bit recently. They call them interinos, I think, in Spanish. They're people that are, they're people that sort of are on yearly contracts that get renewed. And there was there was one woman the other day that's been doing it for like thirty five years, you know. And yeah. Um, yeah, so she's always had that. Uh, she's never had that stable job that a lot of other public servants uh, have. Of course, you know that in Spain, public service is a job for life. It's almost impossible to get fired. Um, that's that's the main characteristic, and that that's why it is such a sought after type of employment by a lot of people. A lot of people dedicate their lives, or their, a lot of their you know a lot of their time to studying to become civil servants, to to even get very basic jobs in the, in in the, in the administration, and um, because they want that that job that allows them to have that security to live in a country like Spain, which unfortunately, Johnny, for a lot of people in the private sector, just doesn't happen. You know. Yeah, but it's a very competitive process to become a funcionario, right? You have to go through exams, which are typically called oposiciones, depending yeah. on your role. But yeah, um, pub- I'd imagine public, it's very competitive. Public service exam. Yeah, there's there's schools all around the country that prepare people for this, you know, whether it's to become yeah. a, a civil guard or a national police or to work in the social security. There's, uh, you know, there's places all around the, uh, all over Spanish cities that'll, that'll you know, try to point you in the right direction yeah. um yeah it's it's a it is a difficult process and some people spend years and years studying i remember i, I think I've, I've told this story before but i remember i was giving classes in a legal firm in madrid and a couple of people joined that that company and they were they had been studying for five years to become tax inspectors, and they just couldn't get into the into the into the public administration. So they had to go into private private a private company, uh, and um, you know, some people spend, as I said, literally years and years. Actually, it's quite interesting. You'll see a lot of people on Spanish television, young people especially. You know, when they sort of put up the name and the age and what they do for a living, uh, it's it's co- quite common to see the the the. The, the people put this uh, opposite thought like it's it's like a profession you know they they yeah. they study and they study and they they just wait for a door to open yeah that's an interesting one i didn't know about that i'll mm. keep an eye out for it next time I, watching the tv I, I don't know whether it's the same in in other countries i don't know whether it's the same in the uk i, I don't think it's the same in australia i think i think australia streamlined its public service and yeah, they, they sort of opened the 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 application process up to uh, to make it a lot easier to get in and uh, but you know in Spain it is it is still quite difficult for a lot of people and and um, a very a very sought after profession as I said you, you you never thought about public service uh, no it's it's not something that come into the country you don't really know it exists until you get here <laughs> uh, so I can't I can't say it was something I had thought of. Um, no, but, but but I mean, even in England, did it ever cross your mind to to work for the to work for the government? No, not particularly. No. Um, mm. I didn't. When I was studying and at university, um, I always saw my prospects within the private sector. I hadn't yeah. really considered something within the public sector. But then, of course, when you get into the world of work and or you're looking at career opportunities, then you start to see, oh, there's actually maybe more out there than. Um, than you first thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. a good thing, but yeah, it's not so, yeah. it's not something I'd, I'd thought of um, before. Yeah, I think I read a couple of years ago that something like thirty percent of university students, their plan is to is to study for a, for an opposition, you know, to to try to get into the public service. So even when they're at university, that that's always in the back of their mind. 
and I, I and I've met people over the years that have gone from you know jobs in the banking sector. You know they've decided to start to study, and uh, they leave a job in a bank, and they you know they they get that the job for life if you like. Yeah, which is the key. Yeah, I mean, if the stability if the stability is really what you say it is, then it's a very very attractive um, it's a very attractive prospect. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Job for life, salary for life. That's it. All right. Good. What's next, Johnny? Yeah. All right. So on the next point, we've got, uh, I know it's a couple of Spanish companies that are looking to expand abroad uh, oh, for various okay. reasons. So you'll have heard of Alsa, so the bus operator here in Spain. Yep. Part, part of the National Express Group, actually, which is a UK-based company, um, okay. is looking to expand into the UAE, specifically into Dubai. Okay, um, so so Alsa it belongs to a UK group, mm-hmm. and they're looking Alsa. to expand the brand into the UAE. Correct. Yeah. Okay. The Alsa brand. All right. Yeah, and the second company is Coviran, which is a supermarket Supermarkets, chain yeah. from Andalusia, and they're yeah. looking to expand into Latin America. Yeah. Uh, are you familiar with the brand? I was, I am actually, because I downloaded an app called Phoenix, um, which essentially is, it's a bit like too good to go, you know, you can get leftover food and surprise boxes. And I actually got that from the Covidan, which is um, not too far from where I live. Yeah. Um, yeah pleasant surprise. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, I hadn't heard of it until then. I might be wrong, but I think they operate on a franchise model in Spain. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think that could be the case. Do, do you know anything about that? I don't, but I do know that in terms of the number of supermarkets in Spain, they're actually the second biggest. So a franchising model could well explain that. I don't know, just from what I've seen, because I've noticed it here in Portugal as well. And um, I actually went into the local uh, Covadan supermarket and it was run by Chinese. So that gave me the idea that it was that it might be a franchise model. I'm not sure. And I saw one recently when I was traveling around Spain. They saw there was a little... Um, little supermarket that was run by a by a lady and I, I got the impression that it could be uh, you know they they put up the name they you know they put up the reputation the typical franchise model and uh, away you go yeah well they're growing pretty rapidly um, I can't remember the exact growth rate uh, do I have it here I don't but the growth rate year on year for Coviran is, is pretty high yeah um, yeah so yeah. maybe they're reaching a point where they're starting to look at other markets um, yeah. because they may be reaching the peak in Spain. Maybe, maybe. From the from the supermarkets that I've seen of that brand, they don't really try to compete with the Mercadonas, do they? Or the it, it, lo- it looks more like a deer, if you know what I mean. Yeah, when I went inside and had a look, it, it was very much fruit and, fruit and veg and then mm. you know, the odd articles here and there. Yeah. But yeah. It was even like it was hidden away. This one, it wasn't really in plain sight. Um, yeah, 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 that's it. Do you know? Um, do you know, Johnny, where in Andalusia this uh, the headquarters is based? Is it in Seville or Malaga, Cordoba? Um, do you know? I'm not too sure. I just know it's from Andalusia. Okay, I could probably. I'll just Google it quickly. Let me. Let me just have a look here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah. Supermercados Cove. Supermercados Coviran, it's a uh, cooperative, and apparently mm-hmm. they've got something like 2,000 supermarkets, 2,876 supermarkets around Spain and Portugal, and you said they're trying to go into which market, did you say? 
into Latin America. Oh, into Latin America. Okay, all right. Yeah. Good. good. Okay. Well, yeah, that that could be it. If they uh, if they consider that there's a market there for them, it could be it could be quite successful. I imagine that they already are, right? Yeah. Well, they must be if they've um, expanded to so many stores in Spain. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it says here the uh, the mayor of Granada. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Yeah. Okay. So I think they're from Granada. So the 60th anniversary. Okay. So not Seville, not Cordoba, but from Granada. So uh, probably one of the biggest. I don't know, but probably one of the biggest uh, companies down there. I suppose. Yeah. Mm, could be. Yeah. And working on a cooperative model, which is interesting, and that uh, that explains the the Chinese uh, people running the local one here, and it also explains the the um, the lady in Thamora that I saw as well. So there you go. Okay, nice. Interesting model. Good. Yeah. All right. Good. And the other one, the bus company, you said, uh, Alsa. Yeah. Yeah. So they've been really impacted, obviously, by travel restrictions and people working from home because a lot of people yeah. would probably commute on that. Oh, I can, um, I can imagine they've been, they've been, they would have been smashed last year. Yeah. 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 They, they were. Um, Dubai is an interesting market um, because it has um, it has a metro system, but it's it's very rigid and it goes kind of right down the middle of Dubai and the rest of the city itself is not very well connected by public transport so this okay. could be an interesting opportunity for them. Okay so they're looking to get into to, not into long haul in, in the UAE but into like uh, like bus routes around the city. Yeah that's what it looks like yeah. Oh, okay all right good which is not what they do because obviously there's public services in Spain so so uh, I think all of the main cities have a public bus service. I don't think they're private. And I think they're, they're, they're mainly like into, into town, into cities in Spain, aren't they, Elsa? Yeah, because, I mean, I've taken the Elsa before to go to the likes of Alcobendas, to go to um, other cities yeah. um, as well. Oh, I do um, even to go to Alcobendas. Oh. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. For, so for, in, for, into city, yeah, 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 the green yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, good. Yeah, the green bus to Alcobendas is Alsa. There we go. Yeah, so maybe back, in, they, back they, in the basketball days. <laughs> well, yeah. that's it. They've they probably got public contracts if they are running those routes. That's right. So yeah. that's it. So good. Two companies looking to expand uh, beyond Spain's borders. Good, good, good. Mm -hmm. All right, good. What's, uh, what's the last thing there? Yeah, and the last thing, uh, so Madrid got some, some very good news this week about the Retiro Park and the Paseo del Prado have been okay. named UNESCO World Heritage Sites. Uh -huh. so that's All some right, really good. good news for the city, yeah. Is it only though, I think they, they call it the Paseo de la Luz or something. Ah, okay. Um, I just know that it's Paseo del Prado, the part that has the trees, um, and it's 190 hectares of land which um, has been named within the UNESCO Heritage Site. Okay, good. So the Paseo del Prado, which is in Banksmack in the center of the city, and the Retiro Park as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's probably that, like that, that area there. Maybe there's a there's some type of route you can take there to to walk around that part of the city, which is it's an attractive part of the city, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's got the Prado Museum on it as well, mm -hmm. which is obviously a, a very popular museum in the city. Well, yeah, it's got hotels, museums, uh, nice gardens. I think the botanical gardens are there as well. The Retiro Park, which of course is the biggest park in the center of Madrid. I don't know if it's the biggest park in the city, but definitely in the center. It's a big space. Do you, do, do you go there often? I've been a couple of times, yeah. I think if we talk about the biggest one, probably the Casa de Campo is probably bigger 
I would think. I uh, presume that would be bigger, or maybe the Parque de Oeste is also quite big as well. I think there are bigger mm. parks than the Retiro. I'm not, I'm not sure, but, but I know yeah. that the, the Retiro, for where it is in the centre of the city, is a very big park, similar to Hyde Park in London. Yeah, it's a very nice park. It also reminds me a bit of the, the Luxembourg Garden in Paris, yeah. uh, which is quite nice as well. So. That's it. That's it. And it's been included. Uh, it's it's a, a UNESCO a UNESCO area now, is it? It is. Yeah. And what was the uh, what were the criteria for? I think it's the first thing in Madrid to be classified as a UNESCO site. If I might be wrong. It is. Yeah. Um, I'm not too sure about the criteria, but um, it obviously comes with major benefits if you're classed as a UNESCO heritage site. Yeah. Supposedly yeah. it will um, it will increase tourism, which could be really good for a city yeah. like Madrid. Yeah. yeah. What's your favourite part of Madrid? Is that was that was that one of them? I think it's gotta be, yeah. I really yeah. like the Retiro Park, yeah. Alright, good. And that that Prado area as well or Yeah. I c I can't actually say that I've paid too much attention to it though, but um next time I'm by the Retiro I'll go Maybe you yeah. take a walk down the Paseo yeah. del Prado. Yeah. So it, it, it's an interesting it's an interesting part of the city because it's the it sort of starts at the Atocha train station that that Prado Avenue if you like and it goes all the way up to Plaza Castilla which um, as you know is up in the north oh, yeah. north part of the city the yeah. becomes the Recoletos and then the Castellana and it is that that main avenue you know. Yeah, it goes all the way up to Plaza de Castilla though. No, uh, the Prado Avenue doesn't, but it changes name. Yeah. But it is the same. It's just a continuation of the same street, right? Ah, okay. So, so, yeah. it, start, so it starts at Atocha more or less, and it's yeah. the Paseo del Prado to Cibeles, and then it yeah. becomes Recoletos until, I think, to the Colón Square. And then yeah, after that, to it becomes the Castellana to, well, I think it goes beyond uh, Plaza de Castilla, but it's a long avenue that sort of splits the city in two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that case, I have been on there. I have taken a walk down the Paseo de Yeah, well, it's a great, yeah. it's a great um, avenue to walk down if you do it all the way down. I mean, there's plenty of place on both sides to walk. It's a comfortable place, plenty of things to see and do and and uh, well recommended. If you don't want to walk, you can take the bus. The 27 bus will take you uh, up there for, for a fairly cheap price. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can confirm that, that when I've walked down, I've seen some of the best, the best landmarks, some of the best architecture of the city as well. So. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, I mean, you can take tourist buses, of course, around a city like Madrid, but if you can take the local public transport and get the same view for a cheaper price, probably better. Yeah. <laughs> Although they're not open double-deckers. They're just the, the normal... Are they blue or red, the buses in Madrid? I think they're blue buses in Madrid. Yeah, now. They're just the, the, the normal blue ones, yeah. yeah. All right, good. Anything else, Johnny? Well, that was all for today. All right, good. So Madrid finally being recognised as... Uh, or part of the city as a, a UNESCO site. I'm sure that the, the mayor will be happy. Yes, he was indeed. He said it was a moment of great pride and... Uh, Prime Minister Sanchez also very happy. Oh, really? He was also happy? Yeah. He said uh, it was a great day of luck. Uh, what did they say? That Madrid and Spain were in luck. Oh, okay. Uh, this, right. yeah. Good. yeah. So he's normally a little bit anti-Madrid, in my opinion, Mr. Sanchez. But uh, maybe, he, maybe, he's warming to, uh, he, maybe he's warming to his city. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> it is the main source of opposition for his government. That's right. But we won't talk about politics. But anyway... All right, uh, Johnny, we'll wrap it up there today. Have a good one and we'll be in contact. 
Yes, thank you, Stu. All right, see you later. Have a good day. Good day. Bye-bye. So there we go. That was the weekly review video. Questions and comments, please leave them in the section below. Debate the situation out as you normally do. Give the video a thumbs up if you liked it. Thumbs down if you didn't. See you in the next one. Hasta luego.